this weekend, but the one after. I'll be up north again in the wilderness. This time my parents' place, which I haven't been to in like two years. Not another all-exclusive trip to Joe's cabin? <laughs> All expenses paid. Yeah. All uh, expenses laid. I'm going on... I'm doing a Great Lakes cruise. Starting Lake Erie, you take the canal to Lake, uh... Uh, you know, sucking my fucking dick. I don't know what the name of the lake Huron. is. Yeah, Holmes. What does that stand for? That's how I've been told to remember the, the lakes. Lake Huge. Uh, it stands for Huge Overly... Lake Overly. Uh... Massive, Lake Massive, erect, erect sex, Lake erect, sack, sack, Lake huge, sack, huge, overly massive erect sack. Yeah, it's a good thing they named the lakes a long time ago, or else, uh, yeah, they'd be named something like that. Uh, yeah, Lake you make Lake face. <laughs> yeah, now they could do one of those online polls, like name the newly discovered lake. Let's go with Lake Dick Butt. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, they'll they'll do a poll. They'll be like, everyone's going to come up with a nice name. And then Dick Butt is like 99% of the votes. And like, like uh, you know, Rain Cloud has 1%. And they're like, oh, we're, we're going to go with, it seems like uh, there was an error. We're actually going to name the lake after the executive producer of Jeopardy. And he will be hosting the lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lake gets named after lake some Lavar Burton. <laughs> so, yeah, we are recording now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were recording when you set the microphone in your lap mm. to eat a granola bar. Those are pretty good, right? I like the dark chocolate note ones. So we're recording uh, this immediately after our Sopranos uh, review. So we're I'm just gonna... no, no, we're recording it. A week later. Oh yeah, that's sorry. right. This is, uh, this is a week later. So mm. let me just uh, restate what we were wearing, and then. What are you wearing? Me, I, uh, in spirit of going to see the Sopranos movie, wore a track outfit. In Vans. Well, there's a story behind that that I'll get to in a second. I was gonna wear a different pair of shoes originally. Mm-hmm. Dylan wore a track jacket of sorts. Yeah. Track jacket. Dan came dressed as Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, just uh, in celebration just, of Seinfeld being put on Netflix. Just wondering why. This is actually what I was gonna wear yesterday, but I thought I would look like too much of a square, so I changed my outfit. And then today I was like, I'll uh, spiritually fulfilled by just wearing this outfit. I like. <coughs> are those the same? Pants? Did you wear yesterday? <laughs> Are you okay? Granola. Oh, yeah. That's the danger. Uh, it's like cedar in my throat. Yeah, these are the same pants I was wearing yesterday. It's like Sam Cedar in my throat. Who's that? Sam, you don't know Sam Cedar? Majority Report? Uh, he, he used to have a show with Mark Marin. Oh, that guy. Yeah. And Janine Garofalo, I believe, right? Hubba hubba. I don't fucking know. A woman? <laughs> 
Don't know nothing about him. Janine, come on the show. Hey, maybe if we see David Cross in November and we get to talk to him after the show, we could ask. I, you know, I don't care about having him on the show anymore. He, he had his chance. Maybe he can get us Janine Garofalo's phone number and we can give her, start calling her. Oh, yeah. We'll stop. We'll leave you alone, David, if you just give us Janine's number. Yeah. Think Did David Cross and Janine Garofalo ever smashed? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Okay. <laughs> You're going to call him up right now? <laughs> you know what? I do want to read this article my brother sent me. Let's go for it. It's, uh, article is called Pathetic Little Wheel Boy. City of Hamtramck's attorney ruthlessly mocks local activist in a wheelchair <clears throat> by Steve Neveling for Metro Times. Hamtramck's municipal authority ruthlessly mocked an activist in a wheelchair, saying he deserved the bullet that paralyzed him, according to a lawsuit filed in U.S. District Court on Tuesday. Charles Blackwell, a 28-year-old government transparency advocate from Farmington Hills, argues in a lawsuit that demeaning emails from attorney James Peter Allen Sr. were intended to chill his right to free speech and deter him from further engaging in activity protected by the Constitution. In one of the emails, Allen wrote, God recognized evil and sentenced you to sit while people like me run free and spread our DNA into the universe like you can't. The emails came after Blackwell, who was paralyzed in a random drive-by shooting about eight years ago, sent a Freedom of Information Act request for contracts between Hamtramck and Allen's law firm, Allen Brothers. After Allen denied the request in August, Blackwell used an anonymous email account to send a meme depicting the faces of Allen and his partner attached to a woman's body. Here's the meme he sent. Fucking got him. Let me yeah. see. It's, it's just like the shittiest meme. <laughs> oh, my. Ooh, uh, but listen to, yeah, the way this guy reacts to being sent this meme. Allen responded by firing off several brutal emails in which he mocked Blackwell for being paralyzed and called him a pathetic little wheelboy. Now, th this is like an adult lawyer for, like, the city of Hamtramck. Some snippets from the emails include, You surely deserved that bullet that God sent to put you where you are. Sit down and stay down where that bullet just justly put you, punk. Back to your regularly scheduled sit down. <laughs> I love to walk and run and do things that others can. God doth have a great sense of humor and, in your case, a keen sense of justice. This one's my favorite. I won't be thinking of you later tonight when I do that thing that you can't. I presume he means having sex. Which he also know. won't be having. Yeah. I think just by being like, I'm not going to be thinking about you. He, means he's he gonna, he's gonna end up thinking about him. He's gonna be thinking about him the whole time. I'm not gonna be time. thinking of you tonight. When I do that thing, you can't, which is sleep standing up. <laughs> I I won't. I swear to God, I won't be thinking about holding down your prone handicapped body and sticking my penis into your handicapped butt while I'm trying to pleasure my wife. Uh, and the last one, I want you to I know. I swear to God, I won't be thinking about it. I swear, I won't be thinking about. Spread, uh, spreading my gaping asshole open so wide that your entire wheelchair yeah, gets, can't just roll on it. gets rolled into my uh, straight into my loading dock <laughs> gaping asshole uh, and the last quote I want you to know that you are where you are because you so clearly and richly deserve to be there uh, but yeah so this guy is like a transparency active advocate is like 
getting a deluge of, of petty emails from this guy because he made a shitty meme and put his face on a woman's body. And then, uh, oh, what else did the lawyer... We love, the, the lawyer also said, we love people like you. My children thank you, in fact, for the college money. From the bottom of my satisfied, self-contented heart, thank you for the many hours you keep my colleagues occupied. I guess referring to, like, this lawsuit or something. Please, please, please send these emails to people and say I should be canceled for dogging a pathetic little wheel boy like you. I Ooh, dare you. I beg boy. you, cowardly punk. Uh, so cowardly swine. Metro Times couldn't reach Allen or Hamtramck city officials for comment. <laughs> so uh, I yeah. dare you. I beg you to stick that entire wheelchair up my ass and around the corner. I would love to see you fuck my wife. <laughs> if you could, I dare you to. Please. Yeah, my, my brother sent me oh. that. Oh, Just man. like a weird little local political story. What the hell are you doing? Well, your brother sent an email. Yeah, my brother sent... Uh, Does he want us to read it? Uh, he just said, I sent the guy an email. He sent the lawyer an email saying he's one of my one of the most psychotic weirdos, weirdos I've ever heard of and asking... If a guy in a wheelchair ran over his dad and fucked his mom as a kid, <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't responded yet. So, yeah, I don't know. The the emails he sent are just, they're they're funny because of how, like, he sounds like a Shakespearean character. God doth served you justice. He's probably like a you, sir. He probably is like a guy who's like, you, sir, are a disgusting orange Cheeto. And... <laughs> I would just love to expose your toupee. Yeah, like like the level of vocabulary he's trying to use is so opposite from how petty his like insults are. Mm-hmm. But, doth. Uh, yeah. Anyone who uses doth to be funny should be shot on sight. Or be serious. I think he was trying to like come off as like cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess or, so. Yeah, I guess thinking it's cool to, to whack Shakespearean. Yeah. About a shitty meme. Oh, man. Yeah. Small town news, you know. Small town news. Here's some small town news for you. I already told you guys this, but uh, to whoever... Dick. Yeah, that's big, that's big time. <laughs> no, it's small time news because it's the biggest one in town. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I was leaving to get some food this morning. And I stepped out onto the staircase landing inside my building, and there was shit there. So whoever it was that left the shit there, I will find you. And I will fuck you in the ass. I have a very specific set of skills. I have a very specific set of skills, which includes pissing pissing, uh, in your pants. And I will find (laughs) you. And I will. Piss in all of your jeans. Make you play a game. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a good prank. Break into someone's house and then, like, drink, like, a shit ton of water and just piss in all of their pants. <laughs> Why do you have to put them on? Why can't you just piss on them? It's it's a lot better if it's on the inside. Okay. <laughs> um, you use their shower to wash off the piss that's on your legs, but, like... You're just gonna, yeah, you're gonna get a rash from doing all this, but it'll be worth it. But also, your junk, you, got, you go commando in the pants, so your junk is rubbing up against all of their shit. <laughs> your ass. You gotta like wedgie yourself maybe with their jeans. Did you guys ever consider joining the army? Never. Oh yeah, that's like uh, that was my dream when I was like twelve. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I've. Uh, uh, so I was thinking about bringing this up again on the show, 
recently i think i touched on it a while back in an episode but um like how the trajectory uh like at the start of high school end of middle school for me uh that it went uh the way that it did it was a very good thing because i could have very easily uh seen myself uh turn into like an alt-right uh guy by now yeah um like uh 4chan 8chan QAnon guy mm-hmm. with uh, million dollar extreme fan. Yeah, yeah. There's a very fine line uh, b- for kids, uh, uh, especially middle school kids that were really into military history uh, in school, uh, and and what path that sends them on. Yeah. Uh, luckily, um, I chose to uh, stand back and stand by. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. That- <laughs> Stand back and stand by. Yeah, they stole that phrase, too. Cuck used to be ours. They stole that. Fuck around and find out. We used to say that. The libs used to say that all the time. Well, I mean, that is a... Uh, uh, it's it's still, still left. Uh, well, it's more of a crocodile thing. <laughs> like gators. So. Cost type thing. Yeah. You guys fuck with that Twitter account, Gators Daily? No. Nah. What's it like? It's just gators every day. I'm sure it's what it sounds like. Yeah, do you mind if I make another cup of coffee? Uh, yeah, I don't care. Okay, I'll be right back. We'll take, we'll shift, we'll sh- we'll tag in and out. <laughs> yeah, you find carrying this by yourself for a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh, you're not actually. <laughs> Dylan's <laughs> was, still here. It was, was a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's what what the initial question was. But uh, yeah, when I was like twelve, um. Uh, super into Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I wanted to do was join the army. Oh, that's that's what I was gonna do. Mm-hmm. And I also had a a dream of being the one to kill Osama bin Laden. Right. <laughs> I, I was a little disappointed the day that, that bin Laden died. I was like, damn, I wanted to do it. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, it's kids like that that are like like a little too into uh, World War Two history. Yeah. Uh, that uh, fall hard on one side of the fence or the other. Yeah, was that kid in your grade, David? Yeah, that kid was. Uh, yeah, that kid was psychotic. What about what about him though? I don't know. I remember my brother saying he's like, yeah, that kid's gonna join the army. He's definitely gonna kill people. He's definitely an Eddie Gallagher, part two. Right, dude. I remember being in his dad's math class and being like, can a number? We were learning about decibels, decimals, and I'm like. Thought I was being real clever. Can a number have two decimal points? The answer was no. Um, yeah, I remember hearing a story about his dad freaking out on. He went to on spring break with them, was drinking at the bar, and like threw something at the bartender because it was wrong. Wow. Hmm. I mean, psychos don't come out of nowhere. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he was just like he was such a smooth man too. Did you ever have him? No. No. No, I didn't go to class. I remember I him telling a story. He told a story once about like, I don't know, because he said I his philosophy about math was like, yeah, you should learn all this stuff so like, you can do math in your head. He's like, you know, I went to the store and like, the guy at the counter, it was like a grocery store or something. He's like, the guy checking me out was, uh, I don't know, he couldn't just figure out the change on his own. He had to like look at the screen. 
And I'm like, why can't you just, why don't you just, like, know that? It's really simple math. Who fucking cares? I know, right? At the time, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I don't want to be like that. But now I'm like, what? why does it matter? Yeah, it's auto, It's automation. It's like, it's designed to make his job easier. You're getting pissed off that his job is easier? Yeah, what if he just fucks up? Miscalculates. Yeah. Gives someone the wrong change. Then he's out of the job. Now, he's addicted to math on the streets. He'll end up being a math teacher. So thank you. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> thank you for making this man a meth head. Well, we're going to delete these names, I guess. <laughs> man, what would be, like, your dream classroom of, like, students to teach? Like, Now he's sucking dick for crack. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Thank you very much. I guess you've won the internet today, huh? Imagine, like, uh, being a teacher and, like, Ben Shapiro, little, little Ben Shapiro walks into your class. As a teacher or as a student? Oh, no, you're the teacher. Ben Shapiro is your student. Um. Imagine you got him. I'd tell him to flip his card. You got John. You're, okay, you're, let's say you're teaching AP Gov. You've got Ben Shapiro in your class. You've got John Oliver in your class. Little, little British John Oliver. Bill Maher. Just transferred. Bill Maher yeah, got, got Bill Maher. Yeah, you got every, like, political... Rachel Maddow. Yeah. Char- Charlie Rose. Oh, my God. He's way too yes. old to be in there, though. Charlie Rose just clearly reading off a cue card. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know... Uh, the coolest kid in class, Charlie Rose. Yeah. He's too cool for school. Maybe Michael Douglas is in the class. Dylan, you got anyone you want to add into this AP Gov class? Um, yeah, um... I'm gonna add. Uh, gonna add like the Joker. Uh, no, they gotta be real people. Gonna add a chimpanzee. Yeah, that's good. I was trying to find. Um, so I found out uh, a feature on my phone uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think it's like a Google Google Lens or something is what it's called, um, where uh, like any image on your phone, you can like run a search like based off of the image yeah uh, and i had this meme saved on my phone that said like biden is the first fake president right uh, uh so i ran a search uh, uh uh based off of that image and got linked to a whole bunch of badass t-shirts uh nice. like anti-biden t-shirts that's cool um uh, a couple of them were pretty fucking sweet really wanted to get it get it um and I was trying to find them because they were really fucking funny. And we wanted our listeners to buy them. Yeah. Uh, I did find... Oh, fuck. God. I was trying to find, a, like, a vintage Mac and Me t-shirt the other day. I just ended up finding, like, on Etsy, for, for some reason, like, like reactionary t-shirts for... It was, like, the Wojak meme, but he was, like, wearing a mask, and he had, like, six, like... Syringes sticking out of him, and it was like, "Yes, gov- daddy, government, give me more vaccines or something like that." It was just the ugliest. Like, even if you're into that, even if that's your opinion, why would you wear such an ugly shirt? I don't know. You're probably an ugly person already, so I guess what's the difference? Vintage Macamy T-shirts are really expensive, though. I kind of figured because that movie was like such a so heavy on product placement that you know. I'm going to look up some vintage uh, clothing I want to get. Oh, you guys want to hear some dumbass shit? Yeah. Uh, so, um, yesterday, I get a, a text from a buddy of mine, uh, and he's like, 
Oh, hey, a good friend of mine that I have only met once. This action. Um, uh, this friend of a friend. He's like, uh, uh, hey, so I'm about to drive uh, a friend of mine back down to to Toledo um, because they got kicked out of out of the place that they're staying over here in Metro Detroit, and and this was at like like past midnight. And uh, is it cool if he stays with you? I'm like, well, I mean, I've only met this dude like a couple times. Like, does he need like just a like just to crash my couch or something? No, he was asking me if like this dude that I don't know at all, I've met like twice, could move in with me, like on a fucking whim. That's oh, uh, do you mean like temper like just like for temporarily a, or joining a day the or something? Yeah, no, like I was like I was trying to get it out of him because he was like he was like please like he just needs a place to stay. Uh, and like it was not being clear at all. Why can't he? Yeah, you're like, why can't he stay with you, sucker? Oh, um, oh, so this will give away who it is. I, I don't oh, okay. care. But well, no, it'll give away to uh, to David who it is. But oh. uh, so like he doesn't even have his own living situation. He lives with his girlfriend and and her family, so he can't just be bringing one of his boys over. Uh, and he, he was being like very indirect like i was like asking him like is he like trying to crash on a couch like does he just need a couch to, to surf on right now like he can like i guess he can crash my couch tonight like that'd be fine or whatever but like he's got to go like early tomorrow and uh he's like no no no, no. Like, he can get a job at the Seven Eleven right there by you I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> he's setting up, he's plotting a whole life with the guy. Yeah, yeah I'm like... Well, Relocating him completely. I'm oh like, wait, 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 wait. Go back. Go back. Like, does he need a place to crash for the night? Or is he looking for, like, permanent house? Like, I have a fucking one-bedroom-ass apartment. Right. I'm not about to take on some fucking dude I don't even know uh, that uh, you're saying he can get a job at 7 so he doesn't have a job right now, obviously. So, um, well, who's to say he's going to get a job at 7 right? Yeah. Um, Why is he working so hard for this guy? Uh, I, they just go way back. I'm like, like, hey, even if I was open to the idea of taking on a roommate in my little-ass one-bedroom apartment, which I'm not, the person, which I'm not. Which I'm not. <laughs> the person at least needs to have a fucking job. All right, all right. Pitch in for fucking rent or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they drive all the way down to Toledo because I guess this dude had, had somewhere to stay in Toledo, I guess. Um, the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, calls me back again at 1 a.m. And it's like, all right, well, could he just stay for, for one night then? I'm like, okay, fine. So I had some almost stranger uh, crash at my place last night. Oh. Yeah. Like. So were you already asleep at this point? No, no. I was like, uh, well, I was like kind of dozing off on the couch, but, 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 but I had been back awake for a little bit. Um, and, uh. Yeah, uh, and, and like I, I made, uh, tried to make very clear, like I, I, I told my my friend uh, that I actually know that uh, 
you need to be at my place by noon to get this person out of my apartment. Uh, I'm going to see a movie later at like just after one. Um, and so, so that's why you were a little, yeah, that's, that's why I was running late to the movie. Cause they, uh, he didn't end up showing up to my place to pick, pick the guy up or, oh my God. Uh, uh, and myself. I had, I just had him drive me there, uh, until like 1245 favor for a favor. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't know if that, if that's really uh, really an equivalent. There, a ride fifteen minutes versus uh, giving somebody a place to stay for the night. Uh, Is uh, it fifteen minutes of MJR from your place? It was like fifteen twenty twenty minutes, maybe. Hmm. Um, Considering all that bullshit, I'm surprised you got there as soon as you, like on time as you did. Dylan. Oh, that's because he was going like seventy miles an hour <laughs> down Telegraph. <laughs> well, good. Uh, he must have understood how important this movie was. Yeah. Can't be late for the pod, man. You gotta <laughs> get to the pod. Jeez. Well, in that case, can I stay with you, Dylan? I'll yeah. get a job at Seven Eleven. I'll quit my current job and then get a job at Seven Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, you. Uh, I, I know you. You. You have a rapport. Sure. Don't even. I won't. E- you won't even notice me. You literally won't be able to find me. I'll be so hidden in your apartment. <laughs> You'll be surprised when you see me. I mean, I don't really notice you now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe next time. Shush. <laughs> so, um, what's up? We're gonna screenplay. Check this out. Okay. I'm gonna pitch. Uh, you already heard this movie. So, uh, you familiar with the concept of a sugar daddy? Yeah. All right. I so think this so. Woman is cruising Tinder, looking for a sugar daddy. She finds this picture. Kind of an odd picture. It looks airbrushed. Looks like it's of a different era, but she just interprets it as this guy's into vintage stuff. Hot guy, lots of money. Puts in her bio, just looking for a man to travel the world with. Meets up with this guy. She's like, "Yeah, well, would you would you be interested in? I see, I see that you uh, you told me that you are having li- issues living. Well, you're having issues at your apartment. Why don't you come stay with me for a little while?" And she's already looking for that situation. Sees this guy's got a lot of money. Moves in with this guy, right? Sounds like the perfect, like, there's nothing could go wrong. No, completely not sketchy, completely, you know, ordinary. That's mm-hmm. how it works. She uh, f- goes out to this guy's mansion in the woods, expecting to see, you know, the hot guy from the picture. And out steps, like, an 85-year-old man. And uh, Played you know, by? Played by Montgomery Burns. Patrick Stewart, actually. <laughs> Played by Michael Douglas. Played by Michael Douglas. And uh, she's like, all right, maybe this is the butler. She's stepping up, and he's like, I've been, you were more beautiful than you were in your picture. He's like, well, how does the butler know what my picture looks like? Why mm-hmm. does he know about the Tinder picture? Like, mm-hmm. And she's like, so where's uh, the owner of this house? He's like, oh, that's me, the only one who lives here. And he's like, before you step in, I'm going to ask that you uh, recognize the dress code. He has a Victorian-era dress code. <laughs> and she's like, all right, this is weird, but maybe it'll be okay. And then um, he's like, would you like to join me in the parlor for my 5 o'clock lolly? <laughs> and he uh, has <laughs> giant-sized lollipops on deck <laughs> that he licks <laughs> and licks and licks. And then um, <clears throat> she abstains, of course, because... It's a ludicrous candy, the giant size lolly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Um, 
but you know, soon she finds out that life in the mansion isn't all it's cracked up to be. She's made to bring lemonade out to him on the credenza and play croquet with him for hours and hours in the hot, hot heat. And uh, she's like, you know what? Maybe one day, I'm sure this guy knows great places to go vacation. I'm sure it'll be worth it. But uh, and she brings it up with him, like, I'd love to go on vacation with you sometime. You know, trying to earn. You know, she's trying to save face. This is a great time I'm having here in this Victorian clothes, uh, watching this guy destroy his teeth on these giant-sized lollies. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I figure he has dentures at this point, huh? He's, he's 85. Um, he has implanted super teeth, actually, <laughs> to chew on the lolly. Okay, cool. And um, they're enormous. Yeah, they're very big teeth. She's like, we can do that, but would you mind first buying me? an elephant for me to ride it's been my dream to ride an elephant so she has to go through all the rigmarole of finding one and when he finally gets it the elephant collapses immediately once he gets on top <laughs> of it it's an old elephant <laughs> she like really didn't take time picking out the right elephant for him <laughs> so he's mad now now he's pissed <laughs> so he decides as punishment if I can't ride an elephant he pulls out a Victorian like boy outfit and a saddle and he's like I will wear the boy outfit you will wear the saddle and he puts he's like she's like you can't be seriously you can't be serious and he pulls out the reins <laughs> doesn't whip her but he's making whipping motions Wait, so like his outfit it's like a little um kind of like a flapjack style outfit. yeah I get it yeah like a little sailor outfit uh-huh. with like really short shorts yes then he rides her around the estate Licking that lolly as the song. What's that song? What song was I said? Only Love or whatever by The Who. Oh, Love Rain Over Me. Love Rain Over Me by The Who was playing. Cherry yeah. Pie by Warren. <laughs> nah, not yet. I'm <laughs> thinking maybe that'll be the uh, the opening montage of him like drinking the lemonade on the credenza and <laughs> licking the lolly. Wait, did, wait, did you say that he rides one of those uh, bicycles with the giant wheel? Yeah, there's going to be some scenes of uh, her, ri- her riding side by side with him in the giant wheel bicycle. Yeah. And uh, they're going to be dry- They're also going to be flying the uh, the Wright Brothers plane in a couple scenes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so anyway, at- she is made to give him a horseback ride while he licks the giant lolly. And that song plays. And she's like, I am now considering murdering this man. <laughs> so she's forming the plan. But then Ewan McGregor shows up. And he plays the son of uh, Patrick Stewart and makes it very apparent in this meeting that he doesn't care about his father. All he cares about is getting that sweet inheritance. Sweet lolly. Sweet mm-hmm. lolly. He's, he's looking to get the big lick off his dad's lolly. Yeah. And now she's, like, almost kind of swinging the other way. She feels bad for him. Like, no one cares about this guy. No wonder he's fucking insane. <laughs> he's alone in this fucking mansion. <laughs> How did he make his money? Is this explained? No. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so she's like, we got to take a vacation. He's like, yes. He's a lollipop salesman. I know just <laughs> the place. So they go to Prague. And in Prague, that's where she finds out just how evil this man is. Because <laughs> he... Belongs to an international, exclusively eighty-five and up, sex orgy. Club. Oh no! Yeah, god damn. That's it. the end of the movie. <laughs> okay, I thought, when you pitched this to me the other day, you were like, "Okay, that's uh, going to be the second act." And you're like, "I haven't thought of the third act yet." 
But you're just going to wrap it up there? No, there's going to be more. Maybe an escape plot, maybe, but okay. I don't really know yet. Yeah. No, this is um truly bizarre, David. I don't know where you came up with this idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just I the just image someone, of him, yeah. like, riding a human, <laughs> like a horse. It's, like, kind of upsetting. <clears throat> Dylan, are you in? I'm all in, baby. All right, I'm thinking you're going to play the main character, the woman. Okay. Um, I actually want to play Ewan McGregor. Okay, you can do that, too. Uh, Dan, do you want to play yeah, Patrick Stewart? Well, you already... <laughs> what do you mean? I'm playing the actor who's playing the character? Well, we're not going to get... There's no way we're going to get the actual actors. Okay, sure. You just got to wear, like, a... A bald cap? Like yeah. The, yeah, so I'll wear like a like a plastic Obi Wan Kenobi mask, like <laughs> like just with like the one string on the back, uh, so for the character. Um, and then yeah, Dan, you just um, go uh, just shave all of your uh, all the hair on your head. Yeah, off, eyebrows. Unless and you want to do like a included. John Luke Picard at Patrick Stewart, where it's just like the very back of his hair is all the, like horseshoe thing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's like a rubber Picard mask out there. <laughs> How am I gonna eat the lollipop though? Just rub it on the mask. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna need to get like fake like, fake teeth to put over my own teeth. Well, maybe I'll email Patrick Stewart today and pitch him the idea. Maybe you can do the thing like in that Seinfeld episode where Kramer's eating the giant lollipop, and like each scene that passes by, it's a different size. When's the last time you guys have tried one of those? I've never. You've never tried probably one? like no. five years old. <laughs> Yeah, I was probably five and I had one as well. No, I'm not going to try another one until I'm 85. You said you've never had one. No, I I misspoke just now. I'm not going to try one, period, until I'm 85. Okay. And I'm a sugar daddy and I, uh, you know, want an elephant. Oh, you know who I'm curious uh, if they've ever had a giant lollipop? Who? David Cross. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of curious too. Let's see if he wants to get in the movie. Your call has been forwarded to an automated Damn voice it. messaging system. He's definitely got you. At the tone, please record your message. David, um, all right. It's been a, uh, it's been months now. Um, no text back, no phone calls, no emails, no letters, no postcards. No UPSs. You, you're not paying. You, you really took me off the Amazon account. I thought you were about to say he's not paying child support. Not paying child support. Um, Alimony. For Dylan, your child. Well, well, David, all I really want to know. All I really want to know. All I want to know. Do you like giant lollipops? And now we wait. It's, uh, it's a simple yes or no question. The least he could do. David Cross, this is Saw. Mm. I'm going to force feed you seven giant lollies. <laughs> no licking. Swallow it whole. I'm going to look up giant lollipops. I want to know. Oh, here, here's a good. Yeah, you're. Uh, uh, what's the gland that creates saliva? Um, oh, it's penile. Your salivary glands have been deactivated. You must eat this giant lollipop, despite having no saliva. Oh my so god! So maybe you have to like chew on it, or they're so uh, crazy 
Five feet to six feet sweet lollipops. Wait, I'm sorry, five to six feet? <laughs> That's what this thing says. Or inches. It says feet. It, uh, del- <laughs> it's 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 one apostrophe or two. What in the hell? <laughs> that can't be real. Like I guess we could order them. That was only like eight bucks. That's not bad. That's so how is it almost that's so much what goes into that gelatin? In that a has lollipop? to be misbold, misspelled. No, it, okay, the world's largest lollipop, um, standing at 16 feet 7 inches tall uh, and a whopping 7,003 pounds was, de- was declared the world's largest lollipop by Guinness World Records 2012. What happened to it? Uh, well, I assume it's still there. Animals got to it. The bees. It is still there. Birds Let's, probably live in it. It's probably like a situation like that burger that Mally's made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand pounder. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, it was like a... I don't know how big it was. It was like... It was like 30 pounds or something. Very big. Very nice. Yeah. Do you, wait, something. do you remember this, Dylan? Well, oh, yeah. The, the, the world's biggest hamburger at Mally's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, can you still order it? No. Oh yeah. What? We get to order in advance. Yeah, you have to order it like at least three days in advance, I think. Yeah, I think they have to shut the store down. Um, well, I don't know. We know someone who. No, worked. N- n- I don't think they have to shut the store. I think it's just a. Um, uh, like, Overtime is required <laughs> on this bad boy. <laughs> like they'll have to order like like some extra ground beef for that week. A lot of extra ground beef. Yeah, because it's like a. Like, I'd be so know, pissed if I had to make that thirty-pound burger. I mean, yeah. they have to like bake it in an oven. I'm sure. Gross. They have to get an enormous spatula to flip that thing. Well, they also have the world's biggest spatula. <laughs> I just like Funny it, enough. It's the the thing is so stupid because it's like, okay, you have the meat, which is all anyone cares about, but you have like, like five hundred slices of tomato on there, like a. a 10 pounds of lettuce probably they gotta order these special buns it's like no one's gonna like you can't eat like a slice of that burger you have to eat like a slice of tomato then a piece of the burger and then like a piece of the bun how do they make the damn bun I don't know oh I'm getting my blood pressure is going up thinking about this hamburger I talked to someone who worked on it one time and they said the buns came in on a truck (laughs) pre-baked <laughs> is that true I'm pretty sure yeah I did talk to someone who made it one time oh that's cool I guess <laughs> didn't sound very cool oh that sounds like a huge chore yeah you do a for a publicity stunt and then forget it not worth it I'm hey, looking up to to find what Dylan, did you see that movie Old? Is that the one with like the peach or something? The yeah, the, no, the people on the beach who are getting old really fast. That Night no. Shyamalan one from this year? No. No. This is like uh if someone dropped a hamburger on that beach, it ages a year every twenty minutes, so uh they probably just need to drop the uh, regular hamburger on the beach and then it just gets bigger and bigger for like an hour. Hmm. I'm looking. I don't see. I'm not seeing 
the the hamburger on the menu anymore. Maybe it's off menu. It could not have been very profitable. I mean, no. Well, that's why you had to order in advance for it. Uh, yeah. I wonder if there's a down payment you have to make. On <laughs> <laughs> Pay for it on a, like a credit card I got in the mail. Still paying it off. You're talking, yeah. You're talking to like a, a creditor. They're like, so like, why is your what? What did you spend all this money credit on? It's like, oh yeah, I defaulted on my payment on the giant hamburger I ordered. <laughs> Now they're collecting. Now it's like fifty percent interest on the hamburger. No, yeah, I watched old. Uh, there's. Do you like M Night Shyamalan, Dylan? Um, I like Unbreakable. I like. Um, You're a Signs guy, right? Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. No, I, I think I. Seen I kind of like w- Signs. I think I've seen it once. I like Unbreakable. Um, I like. Um, Split was really fucking good. Split, yeah, Split is cool. Um, huge uh, fan, fan of the Last Airbender. <laughs> um, um, of his best. The work. Happening is sick. The Happening is pretty sick. Yeah. Speaking of the Happening, the Village Rules. Uh, no, spe- it doesn't. Uh, speaking of the Happening, um, I always used to get that mixed up with this other movie called The Knowing. Oh, uh, with, with Nick Cage. Oh, you guys know The Knowing? I've seen The Knowing. No. Yeah. I forgot memory hold that movie. <laughs> what is that? I, I have it on DVD. I don't remember. He's, what is he? He, like, knows when the world's going to end or every... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, uh, it's a um, 2009 film, The Knowing. Yeah, that was definitely one of those ones. Okay, yeah. So they're only, like, a year apart. Oh. I, saw, I saw that one in the theaters. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. The image of this poster is like. I want to see the shittiest movies back. It is forever burned into my mind. <laughs> like this image uh, is like. I've never well, seen this before. This movie made me think Nick Cage sucked. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the poster for this movie is what I see every time I blink. Uh, Wait, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, over each eye, so it's two separate images. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, for listeners at home. It's like uh, uh, you see the Earth in the background, and it's like burning or exploding or something well well yeah so uh and then you see photoshop nicholas cage like kind of giving the people's eyebrow to the camera and then there's like a lady and a little boy flanking him okay 50 years after it was buried in a time capsule a schoolgirl's cryptic document falls into the hands of caleb kosler the son of son of professor John Kostler, Nicholas Cage. Oh, okay. John figures out that the encoded message uh, accurately lists every major disaster from the past five decades Whoa. and predicts three future calamities. One, a global cataclysm. When his warnings fall on deaf ears, John enlists the help of the prophetic author's daughter and granddaughter to try to avert the ultimate disaster. I mean, if it's, how are you gonna avert it? It's, it says it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's prophecy. Um, I forget how it ends. Uh, <laughs> I forget forgot most everything about this. He movie. fails and the world fucking explodes. I think I that's uh, I think that might actually happen. <laughs> Is it funny? That sounds funny. Uh, yeah, I have it on DVD. It's still in my collection, so okay. uh, I didn't even realize that's a Shyamalan picture. It's I don't it's think not. it's not. Oh. Uh, 
um yeah Fuck. just uh <laughs> just you talking about the happening the happening reminded me it's directed by alex proyas uh oh man this guy is whoo hot tell me <laughs> yep <laughs> what is that on his forehead a tattoo or some tufts of hair <laughs> Uh, that's his hair. Oh, he, oh, this guy directed Gods of Egypt. Oh, wow. Yeah, he looks so serious. <laughs> Look, He's like, like at the premiere. He has a scarf on. <laughs> what else is this guy? Uh, let's see. Let's let's look at some uh, filmography here. Uh, I'm always tempted to watch Gods of Egypt just because it looks so shitty. Director, 32. Um, Jeez. Let's go back to the start. He's a hot shot. He looks yeah. so smooth. Uh, Rick Springfield, Rock of Life video uh, short. Like all great directors, started directing music videos. Mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac, Everywhere. Um, know that one? Sting, All This Time. Don't know that one. Cool. Wait, he directed The Crow? Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, director of The Crow. So he's a Detroit guy. That's for sure. We gotta ride with him. Mm-hmm. You know who else is a Detroit guy? Paul Verhoeven. I think I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robocop takes place in Detroit. Yep. Uh, oh, okay. The Crow, uh, I, Robot. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then his next major movie was Knowing. Uh, he's got a got pretty big gaps in his, like, um, feature film. Uh, yeah. Well, he's... He's got to like the he's got to like the project. He's got to believe in it. Took a lot out of him mentally. Uh, everything he's directed. You guys ever heard of this movie Dark City from 1998? I have. Mm-hmm. He, he also directed that. Interesting. So 94 is The Crow. 98 Dark City. Okay. Garage Days. I don't know this movie. Well, that's uh, the Metallica covers album. That's yeah. Garage Inc. Um, I know it was Garage Inc. David. No, be serious, okay? <laughs> it's Garage Incorporated. Okay. The other big album, like gimmick album, S and M. Right. Um, I Robot two thousand four. Knowing two thousand nine, Gods of Egypt twenty sixteen. And he hasn't directed a movie since Gods of Egypt. When was uh, Gods of Egypt again? Twenty sixteen. Dude, the I We're Robot due for a new one then. Yeah, we are. The I Robot trailer fucked me up when I was a kid. That movie looks so scary and then I, you know, watching it again as an adult. It still terrifies me. That was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I Robot. Yeah, yeah. I had the DVD of it. Um, I remember it had the coolest DVD case because it was like a like somewhat like trans like like translucent uh, uh. sort of like white uh, case uh, looking like the, the the robots in the movie. Okay, yeah. And it was the coolest DVD case I had. Mm, that's pretty cool. I had to watch that movie all the time. What did you guys say your favorite movies were as a kid? I, Robot. Small Soldiers, probably. Oh, yeah. Small, Small Soldiers. soldiers. Batman and Robin. Yeah, uh, that's just you, buddy. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, not my thing. Yeah, I, I never uh, I never really watched that as a kid. Men in Black. Dumb and Dumber and I, Robot were like the only two movies I ever watched as a kid. Oh, Ace nice. Ventura. Uh, n- I never, never got into Ace Ventura. Mm. I always loved Dumb and Dumber. I tricked my parents into, into um, uh, getting me uh, uh, the unrated version of Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that existed. What's uh, different about it? 
Uh, I think it shows her tits uh, in like the the headlights uh, scene, the headlights fantasy. Um, No, it's uh, when uh, Harry has diarrhea. It's like you get an in the toilet angle. Yeah, (laughs) when uh, when he's pissing in the bottles, you see his penis. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I'm trying to remember because this is this is all just coming back to me right now. But uh, I think I, I, I purposefully like broke. Uh, like the DVD I had of Dumb and Dumber, because uh, we were at the store like th- a couple of days be- before. I saw that they had an unrated version, <laughs> uh, so I like broke the copy that I had, uh, so they'd have to buy me a new one. Um, and I just grabbed like that one, and like uh, b- before they could notice like anything, like was a uh, w- was a uh, different about it. I want to make an unrated version. I want there to be an unrated version of Dumb and Dumber that's just over the top unrated. So like, yeah, like we were saying, like you see the shit coming out of his ass when he has diarrhea. You see his penis when he's pissing in the bottle. When he buys the Playboy <laughs> magazines, you see him beat off to it. <laughs> you know. Okay, here I looked up what the differences are because I, I was curious. When the the owl gets killed, you see it explode. Like it's just the goriest scene in the movie. <laughs> mm, so there's like an extra six minutes, I guess. Is there a scene where he fantasizes about ripping that guy's heart out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That scene actually is pretty gory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Dude, what did you just say? When he rips the guy's heart out in the fantasy. Oh, okay. No. What, what, the part where he rips the bird's head off. I guess there's like an extra noise. Oh wait. Yeah. Because isn't they they have a pet bird that dies in that movie too, right? Yeah. Yep. Pretty bird. Yeah. yeah pretty yeah. bird. And they give it to the little blind. They tape its head back on and give it to the blind kid. Yeah. Polly want a cracker? <laughs> Polly want a cracker? Uh, Go down to the store, get only the essentials. There's like just some stupid extra scenes, like when he's blowing bubbles in his soda, like the waitress grabs it and starts blowing bubbles in the soda. (laughs) Too sexual. Yeah, and then she, and then on a super unrated version, she sucks him off, starts blowing bubbles in his penis. Something about sea bass's spit. There's more of that. Uh, extended rape scene with sea bass and Jim Carrey <laughs> in the bathroom. Extended whirlpool scene. We hear some moaning, and Lloyd listens to that with a glass. Oh, because they're in like the heart-shaped uh, pool in their hotel room. Then they both chit chat. There are also some sexual hints in it. Lloyd, this is a line that Lloyd says: "You're lucky you don't have big boobs, or I'd do you right now." <laughs> they um, pick up a Mexican hitchhiking family. That, I, that happens in the version I've seen. Uh, extended diarrhea scene where Harry tries to get rid of uh, the, uh, the the shit that won't flush because the toilet doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, so I guess he... Wait, he rips the toilet out? <laughs> yeah, he rips the toilet bowl <laughs> out fuck? and pours it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> the scene where uh, Harold gets shot... Um, it's mostly just... It's like they empty a clip on Harold. <laughs> it's mostly just dick jokes. That's the only difference. Especially just how many so dicks no nudity or anything. Uh, it's I, I, dick I fe- sight gag, so you can see dick. I feel like maybe I'm just uh, it was just my imagination. But I feel like you saw tits. Yeah, you're uh, ret- you're you're making that up in your head, but Mandela effect. Mandela effect, yeah. Dang. I have a vague memory as a child of probably watching like I don't know maybe Friday Thirteenth or something as a kid. And like seeing tits on screen, like putting my face to the TV. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Chandela effect? The Jackie Chandela effect. Oh. What that he uh 
that Jackie Chan adventures was actually about someone else. It was like, no, Jackie Chan actually, uh, he's the one that actually ended apartheid in South Africa. Oh, I see. With his uh, sick uh, kung fu movies, and, and that he died in jail. Yes. Um, and Nelson Mandela is actually the star of such films as The Foreigner, Police Story, uh, Police Story, Police Story Rush Two, Twin the Rush Hour Dragon. Trilogy, Is it Double Dragon or Twin, Dragon? Twin Dragons, Twin Dragon. Project A, and you know Rush Hour. Nelson Mandela, Mandela Adventures, which he's a cartoon. At some point around like 1999, uh, the, the two of them did the fusion dance and became uh, became Jackie Chandela. Yeah. Uh, what about Je- uh, John Claude Chan Dam? Mm-hmm. He does the splits, but he has like a bull cut. But he does like a how how. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts him really bad every time he does the splits. <laughs> here, what if we just uh, go through some of these movies over here, or or, or think of some, but uh, starring Jackie Chan. Chan man. Oh, there actually is the Jackie Chan collection right there, too. There is, yeah. That's my brother's prized possession. I'm surprised he didn't take it to China with him. Ooh, speaking of Chan, the Chan Kingdom. You guys see this movie? The Forbidden Chan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys seen this one? I have not. I thought this movie was badass as a kid. Who's in that? Jet Li and Jackie Chan. Oh. That's cool. But there's also, like, some white kid in the movie. He's the main character. He, like, goes into a fantasy world where... Jackie Chan and Jet Li are doing stuff. Jackie Chan has dreadlocks in it. They're doing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Wait, well, toss me that case. That's uh, that's your Chandela. Oh <laughs> man! God damn it! Holy fuck! Yeah, he does. <laughs> Good for him. Is that Seth Green? Is oh, it? is the main guy? No, it's probably like a Seth. It's more of a Seth. Chant. That'd be funny if it was Seth Green. Check out these uh these fucking dreads on Jackie Chan's <laughs> jeez. I don't know if I've ever heard my brother talk about this. He bought this for eight dollars. Where though? Oh, he got it from King Video. Oh, when King Video was going out of business, he must have bought this. No, he bought that. At, oh, never mind. You're right. I was thinking. I was looking at the Jackie Chan collection and thought that's what you were holding. It still looks kind of like Dennis from It's Always Sunny. It's not though. Uh, Alien versus Chan. Chan. Chan mm. Spider Chan. <laughs> Ant Chan. <laughs> yeah, any movie that has the word man in it can be replaced with Chan. Marathon Chan. Becomes better. The Running Chan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, Spider Chan. He plays Peter Parker as, like, right now, like, 60-something-year-old, you know, Chinese man. Next week, we'll be revisiting some George Lopez episodes. <laughs> yeah. See you then. Well, can we actually do that? Yeah. Fuck yeah.